Let's pray together. Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly profess His name. And do not forget to do good and to share with others, for with such sacrifices God is pleased. Have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority, because they keep watch over you as those who must give an account. Do this so that their work will be a joy, not a burden, for that will be of no benefit to you. Pray for us. We are sure that we have a clear conscience and desire to live honorably in every way. I particularly urge you to pray so that I may be restored to you soon. Heavenly Father, we submit to your authority here in this place. You are our king and you are our leader and you have called us your friends. Lord, we desire your presence here today, more today than yesterday. We thank you for everything you have done for us this year and we look forward to what you have in store for us in the, during this Christmas season and as we're heading towards a new year. Lord, we give you all authority, we give you all the glory and all the honor here in this place. Lord, we desire nothing more than to bless your name and to glorify the name above all names. And that name is Jesus Christ. Lord, comfort us, strengthen us as Job cried in Job 19. My Redeemer lives. My Redeemer lives. My Redeemer lives. Lord, now as you transition to the message, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all the hearts who are here today for those who will be listening to this message and this time of prayer. Lord, may it be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, for you alone are our rock and our Redeemer. We thank you. We love you. We pray all these things in your precious Son, Jesus Christ, let me pray. And God's people pray. Amen. 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 As you know, next week is our Christmas service and our Christmas day. So I'll see you then. And as we're now in our final week, let's end our Advent series with the title, Gaze Upon the Lord. Gaze Upon the Lord. So far, the messages that we've been doing, the first week was commit to the Lord. The following week, the second week was see the Lord. And the third week, last week, was invite the Lord. And today, gaze upon the Lord. Amen and amen. Let's begin with our main passage here today, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15 to 19. It says this, Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly profess His name. And do not forget to do good and to share with others, for with such sacrifices God is pleased. Have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority because they keep watch over you as those who must give an account. Do this so that their work will be a joy, not a burden, for that will be of no benefit to you. Pray for us. 
we are sure that we have a clear conscience and desire to live honorably in every way. I particularly urge you to pray so that I may be restored to you soon. Amen and amen. Today, as we gaze upon the Lord, let us ask the Lord today in allowing us and allowing you to take your eyes away and off from all the distractions this morning, from all the problems this morning, from all the wrong voices this morning, from all the lies that has been whispering and shouting into your ears this morning, and from all the messes of our situations this morning. But may we gaze upon the cross May we gaze and fix our gaze upon him. And may we gaze upon the Lord here today, this very morning. Meaning you must, you need, you should, but you must, number one, focus on Jesus. Focus on Jesus. Focus on Jesus. In our letter here, the author here, he writes in verse 15, he says, through Jesus, through Jesus, he begins this verse with through Jesus, meaning in, so point letter A, B, C, in, in what? Through Jesus means letter A, all circumstances, B, all situations, and C, all seasons. If you are faithful in 2018, then you are faithful here today at the end of the last lap here in the year of 2022. So all circumstances, all situations, and all seasons. A reminder to us, a passage that we are all so familiar with, but it goes over our heads sometimes. First Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18 says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Pray continually as we focus on Jesus. Focus on Jesus. Number two, you must, number two, continually offer unto Jesus. You must sow, sow unto the relationship and reap the benefit of being in a relationship with Christ. The way we sow is we continue to receive and we continually offer unto Jesus. We've talked about receiving from God. We talked about sitting at the feet of Jesus. We talked about sitting and listening, and it all starts from the sitting and listening and receiving from God. Now, after we receive, what do we do? We continue to offer unto Jesus. We give to Him all of our praises, our everything. So, so point letter A, a sacrifice of praise. Let it be a fruit of lips by openly, not secretly, but by openly out in the open professing his name. And see, good works by sharing with others. Good works by sharing with others. Verse 15 to 16, it says, it continues, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly profess his name. And do not forget to do good and to share with others, for with such sacrifices, God 
is pleased. Again, a sacrifice of praise, a fruit of lips by openly professing his name, and good works by sharing with others. And lastly, point number three here, obey your spiritual leaders. This is something that we lack so much in the church. We have many leaders, quote-unquote leaders, who have no power and who have no authority. And all they do is, yes, they submit to the members, but they submit not as Christ did, but they submit wanting to please the people. And whenever we try to please people, we lose our true goal in what leadership means in the church. We must serve our members, but at the same time, walk confidently, walk with authority, with humility. So here the author reminds us to obey your spiritual leaders. By what? By, so point letter A, having confidence in them. B, submitting to their authority. And the question is why? Why should you? Because they keep, letter C, they keep watch over you. Letter D, so their work will be a joy. And letter E, so their work will not be a burden. If you have a healthy leader who finds joy in their work, in the work that they do in serving the church, it will be beneficial to you. A burnt-out leader, you cannot pour from an empty cup. When the leadership is frustrated, the whole congregation receives that frustration. It's important because they keep watch over you. And here it says, why? Because they must one day give an account to who? Give an account to God, the ultimate judge. Therefore, letter G, pray for them daily. You need to pray for them, for they need it. For, for what? Letter H, to have a clear conscience daily. What does it mean to have a clear conscience? Conscience means having a healthy and a good emotional comfort in that moment by having the right convictions, being able to know what is right and what is wrong. Meaning when we do wrong, our souls, you know when you do something wrong, within you the soul is disturbed within us. We are not able to sleep. We lose sleep. We become anxious. So it's the opposite of having a guilty conscience. So having a good conscience is the opposite to guilty conscience. So in Christ, we become free from our guilty conscience. So you must pray that your leader will have a clear conscience, daily, not a guilty conscience. Hebrews 10 verse 22 
Let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us, to cleanse us from a guilty conscience, and having our bodies washed with pure water. So you must pray that your leaders will have a clear conscience daily. Continuing on, letter I. For what? To live an honorable life daily. J. To be restored in the heart of God daily. And K. To be protected from the evil one daily. Because there will be and there are daily attacks each, every single day, every single moment. The devil desires nothing more to destroy the community destroy the church we get so busy living life we got lost living life we are so good at taking care of our own homes our own situations but when it comes to the community the church is dying there are no true churches anymore the only true churches you'll find are a few people who are gathered in other countries where it's illegal in a country like parts of Turkey, you know, Iran, Iraq, people are meeting on the ground, not literally on the ground, but they meet in hiding. And they become a true church where they don't sell each other out. They are loyal to one another because they are loyal to Christ. Verse 17 to 19 says, Have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority because they keep watch over you as those who must give an account. Do this so that their work will be a joy, not a burden, for that will be of no benefit to you. Pray for us. We are sure that we have a clear conscience and desire to live honorably in every way. I particularly urge you to pray so that I may be restored to you soon. So again, obey your spiritual leaders. By what? Having confidence in them. Submitting to their authority. Why? Because they keep watch over you. D, so their work will be a joy. E, so their work will not be a burden. And it's important because they must one day give an account. Therefore, pray for them daily. For what? To have a clear conscience daily to live an honorable life daily, to be restored in the heart of God daily, to be protected from the evil one daily. As a church, as we gaze upon the Lord, may we not just focus on just one another, the members only, but may we pray for our leaders at this very moment. If you look at seminaries and if you look at the future of this generation, Seminaries are actually downsizing. They're shutting down. You know, it's not like it used to be where a lot of people would go and study and receive the call and follow the call of becoming a pastor or a missionary. Many are falling away, and we see it in this next generation, in this generation that we are living in. So in closing, using Paul as our example, Oh, the Saul, Saul of Tarsus, right? Not Saul the king, but Saul. He says of himself, he says this, he says, a Hebrew 
of Hebrews, an Israelite, an elite, a descendant of Abraham from the tribe of Benjamin. He used to be a Pharisee, a pre-Pharisee. And he witnessed in the book of Acts the first murder, the martyring of our brother Stephen, who was stoned to death. And one day, as he's on a mission to kill more Christians, he meets Christ on the road to Damascus. Once he meets Christ, the greatest missionary to have ever lived, considered himself to be the least of the apostles, but in reality, he is considered to be the greatest. He lives a broken life and a burdened life. And he watched over the church as a good father would. Like a good father that watches over their children, he watched over many churches. How many books of the New Testament did he write? He wrote about 13. If we include here Hebrews chapter 13, it's not proven 100% if Paul is the author, like the game, the Jeopardy, where the person said Paul and he got it right, but people were saying, they're debunking, they're like, no, it's not, and there's this controversy with it. But if he did write the book of Hebrews, then that would make it 14, 14 books in the New Testament. And I would say that would make him pretty important. So we should listen to what he says. And in many of these letters, in the samples of his letters to the churches, this is what Paul did best. What he did was he asked them to pray for him and to pray for your leaders and to pray for your church. Be honest with yourself this week. How many times have you prayed for your leaders and for your church this week? To give you some sample, Paul says this. He says, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by our Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the Spirit, to join me in my struggle by praying to God for me, he says it in the book of Romans. And then in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, he says, As you help us by your prayers, then many will give thanks on our behalf for the gracious favor granted us in answer to the prayers of many. Ephesians, he says, And I pray and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert, and always keep on praying for all of the Lord's people. Philippians, as he's in prison, he writes, For I know that through your prayers and God's provision of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, what has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance. In Colossians, he writes, Epaphras, who is one of you and a servant of Christ Jesus, sends greetings. He is always wrestling in prayer for you, that you may stand firm in the, all the will of God, mature and fully assured. Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians and 2 Thessalonians, he says, rejoice always, pray continually. The passage that we just went over, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's for you in Christ Jesus. Brothers and sisters, Pray for us. Pray for us, he says in 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 25. 2 Thessalonians 3, 1, he says, 
as for other matters, brothers and sisters. Pray for us that the message of the Lord may spread rapidly and be honored just as it was with you. And lastly, in the book of Philemon, he's writing on behalf of Onesimus, of someone else. And he writes, he says, prepare a guest room for me because I hope to be restored to you in answer to your prayers. To your prayers. To your prayers. The greatest gift that you can give to your leaders is to pray for them. You can give them all the gifts and all the kind letters. I have so many letters saved. I might burn them up one day. Like balance yoga, just burn it all up. Adidas, people are burning it up. Yeezys, burning it up. What's the point? Those words don't mean nothing. If you're not praying for your leaders, if you're not praying for your church, church without prayer, we have nothing. We want to gaze upon the Lord. The Lord is teaching us here today in Hebrews chapter 13. Yes, you must focus on Jesus in every situation. Yes, we know that. We know that we must continually offer unto Jesus. Yes, we know that. But the author here gives us a curveball. All of a sudden, he starts talking about have confidence to your leaders and submit to their leaders. Why? Because they keep watch over you so their work will be a joy, so that it will not be a burden. So one day, because one day they're going to give an account. Therefore, we must pray for them to have a clear conscience, to live an honorable life, to be restored, to be protected. You know, when a pastor falls, or when a church breaks down, a lot of times people are so quick to point their finger. But we must drop our stones. And we must understand that we need to pray for them. That the congregation is just as responsible. Yes, personal responsibility. Yes, I understand. But you must pray for them. For that sin or that attack does not happen one time overnight. It's something that will grow over time. We must wrestle against it, fight against it by praying, wrestling on our knees and praying for our church, praying for our leaders. Church without prayer, we have nothing. Church without the word of God, we have nothing. Church without Jesus Christ, we have nothing. Church, without the touch of the Holy Spirit, we have nothing. May we invite the Holy Spirit here today in our prayers this very morning. So before we begin our time of intimate prayer and our service to God, let's just get our hearts ready and let's just get ourselves ready uh, to pray to spend some time this morning to dine with the Lord in worship and in prayer. Not just in hearing and receiving, but offering to God what? A sacrifice of praise. A fruit of lips by openly professing His name. Good works by sharing with others, by praying for our leaders. Having confidence in them 
submitting to their authority because they keep watch over you, because they pray for you so that their work will not be a burden, but it will become a joy. So pray for them dearly. Pray for them dearly to have a clear conscience. Pray that they will have and live an honorable life, that they will be restored in the heart of God. The only way the leader can be restored is when they are in the heart of God. Once they get out of the heart of God, they will never be restored. But may they be restored to the heart of God daily so that they may be protected from the evil one. And with that, I want to invite you, church, to come together here today to come together and to pray and to gaze upon the Lord here this very morning on the 18th of December of the year 2022 can we just come together right now and surrender everything that we have and submit to our king to our leader when we give to him our all our two small copper coins let's give it to him what is already his may we give to him our offering our offering of praise may we openly profess his name may we worship his name and submit to his authority here in this place may we not get lost in the distractions of this life but may we look to him and fix our eyes upon him fix our gaze upon Christ and gaze upon the Lord and look to him here today for he looks to you he looks at your heart and he desires for you to come to him and to seek his face in spirit and in truth will you worship him today in spirit and in truth come to him with the heart of repentance repent to him of your callous heart repent to him of your prideful heart repent to him of your rebellious heart of your rebellious life the secret says surrender to him for he loves you for he desires to hear from you he desires for you to draw near to him for he desires for he draws near to you draw near to the heart of God can we submit to the heart of God here this morning let us submit to his heart and let us look to the Lord this morning and get to him our everything let us come together and the praise if you could please come up let us all come together and let's set the tone and the atmosphere and let us worship the Lord let us pray together let us pray to the Lord let us pray
church, let's pray in all situations, in all circumstances, in all seasons. Focus on Christ. Focus on Jesus. Offer unto Him right now a prayer, prayer, a sacrifice of praise. Offer unto Him a fruit of lips. Openly profess His name. Profess His name when I pray for attention for the person next to us. But we're praying to our Lord, to the King of Kings, to the Lord of Lords. Surrender to Him, for He desires to hear Your voice. Surrender to Him, for He desires to die with You, to commune with You. and pray for our church if you can pray for your leader let us pray for our church right now let us pray that the Lord will uphold this church that we will hold on to Christ let us take this, take this moment to pray to pray for our spiritual leaders by having confidence in them submitting to their authority so that they can keep watch over you that they will live this life and lead with joy that their work will not be a burden that we must pray for them daily that they will have a clear conscience to live an honorable life to be restored in to the heart of God and to be protected from the evil one let us pray together let us pray together let us wrestle together and pray together let us fight together Heavenly Father we need you oh God there's been so many attacks God left and right the Holy Spirit, when we focus on you, we fix our gaze upon you, Jesus, when we look to the cross. Father, I pray that you may continue to strengthen him and guide him for everything that he does. I pray, God, you protect him.
church, I want to encourage you to continue praying. You're not bound by the space that you're in. You're free to move. You're free to go on your knees. But as you pray and worship to the Lord and pray to Him for guidance, pray to Him by submitting to Him and surrendering all to Him. When you're ready, you can join and sing, but you can pray also. Be free where the Spirit of the Lord is. There's freedom in worshiping Him. Let us worship and continue setting the atmosphere of praise and worship. Draw me close to you.
the author declare uh, through Jesus through Jesus and through Jesus Lord remember your birth of how you came to this dark dark world as you share in our message to the nursing home family Lord, we understand that you came as an infant the humility of Christ, may we understand the gospel and the truth of your life, the truth of the cross. As we remember your birth and the celebration of the first advent, Lord, we await the final advent, the second advent, where you will come to this world for you are the lion. You are the lion and the lamb who will come to judge the living and the dead. So as the author declares here, through Jesus, through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly profess his name. And do not forget to do good and to share with others. For with such sacrifices, God is pleased. Have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority because they keep watch over you as those who must give an account. Do this so that their work will be a joy, not a burden. For that would be of no benefit to you. Pray for us. We are sure that we have a clear conscience and desire to live honorably in every way. I particularly urge you to pray. Church, will you pray? Will you pray for your church? Will, will you pray for your leaders? Pray so that I may be restored to you soon. Heavenly Father, watch over this body. Watch over this church. Watch over our lives. Just as we sang here today, and as we declare here today, Lord, you're all I want. You're all I've ever needed.
You're all I want. You're all I've ever wanted. Help us. Help our church. Help me. Help me to know that you are near. Jesus, draw us closer to the heart of God here today. We thank you for each other individuals who are here uh, who were able to hear the message. Lord, may we surrender in the meditations of our hearts. Lord, let it be pleasing. May it be pleasing. Let it be pleasing, Lord. In your sight, O God, you are our rock and our redeemer. And I pray for healing for each of the members here today. For we have been undergoing tremendous attacks, ups and downs. But Lord, you are good. Lord, you are good. My Redeemer lives. May we never forget that during the season of Advent, just as we went over in the last four weeks, commit to the Lord, see the Lord. Invite the Lord, and now will you, may you, continue to gaze upon the Lord here today. Amen and amen. Lord, we thank you. We love you. Pray all these things. In your precious Son, Jesus Christ, let me pray. And God's people pray. Amen and amen. Father, do not remember the sins of our youth and our rebellious ways, but according to your love, Lord, remember us.
for you, Lord, are good. And now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling, may Christ present you blameless through the cross, pure and holy before his presence. May you know and encounter the unending love, the agape love of the Father. And may the Lord continue to pursue after you, continue to guide you, and lead you forevermore. And as God's people we pray, amen Amen. and amen. amen.